What is the best model of a leader? The leader who is embracing, supportive, gives you unconditional love, or the leader who is demanding, uncompromising, and tough, and creates very challenging expectations. In our parasha, parashat Kitisa, we have the most, one of the most bizarre events to take place in the Torah, and shocking events. The Jewish people worship the golden calf just a few weeks after exiting from Mitzrayim, after witnessing the miracles of the exodus from Egypt. But even more perplexing is the role that Aharon HaKohen, Moshe Rabbeinu's brother, plays in this whole plot. Because it appears like he is leading the Jewish people in this direction. Moshe goes up to the mountain, and the people say, well, where is Moshe? And Aharon comes up with this brilliant idea. Parkun Yizmei tells them, everyone gather together your gold jewelry, take it from your wives and from your children and your daughters. And they brought it to Aaron, and it says, Vayikach Adam, he took it from their hands, and they made it into an ego masecha, and they started worshipping it. And then Aaron says, tomorrow, Vayomar Chag Hashem Achar, tomorrow we will celebrate a holiday for Hashem. Aharon appears to be complicit. He is the ringleader in this process. How do we understand Aharon's role? Now, I believe there is a very deep and important and fundamental principle here that we could learn about leadership. But just to go through the Parshanim for a second, Rashi defends Aharon's behavior. Rashi says that Aharon was trying to delay the creation of, uh, you know, the this activity, this idolatrous activity. Uh, Aharon was really had another intention in mind, and this got out of hand. Uh, he quotes a Midrash that Chur uh, was, was sort of killed and lynched at this moment because the people were, were so worked up and they were in such a frenzy after having lost uh, Moshe Rabbeinu. But the lesson that I, I draw out from this is as follows. Moshe and Aharon rep- represent very different types of leaders. Again, Aharon is the loving Aharon HaKohen. Ohev Shalom Verodev Shalom. He loved peace. And he would run after peace. He was the one who would people would turn to when they had issues of Shalom Bayit. And he would help to resolve tensions between, uh, between couples. Aharon is the one you would go to for a smile, for an embrace, for support, for unconditional love. Moshe Rabbeinu is a very different model of leader. Moshe Rabbeinu is the one who demands things of the Jewish people. He is the one who gives them the Torah. He is the commander-in-chief. Now, what happens when Moshe Rabbeinu leaves the scene? So Aaron takes over. But Aaron is not capable of filling the role and the void that is left after Moshe. Aaron is capable of giving all the people love. But the love needs a foundation. And Moshe Rabbeinu is the one who creates that foundation. He creates the framework. To use theological terms... You cannot have Ahava without Yira. Yira is fear. Moshe Rabbeinu creates the framework. He is the one who creates a system, a structure for the Jewish people. On top of that framework, Aaron is able to operate as the loving brother who loves everyone conditionally and smiles and, and tries to bring everybody together and to create unity and shalom for the Jewish people. But first, you need Moshe Rabbeinu to create that structure, to be the foundation, to be the one who holds things in place. When Moshe Rabbeinu goes, when he's gone, Aharon is incapable of filling in that void, and his model of leadership is, is, was not sufficient for the Jewish people. And what we learn from here is that every Aharon needs a Moshe. Aharon is like the good cop, Moshe Rabbeinu is a bad cop. Good cops only can operate the way that they do when they got a bad cop, 
who's setting boundaries and creating the rules. The same thing is true in parenting. The good parent is only able to be so good and, and so loving because there's sort of the bad cop, the bad parent, who's making sure that there are guidelines and rules and there's a framework. And uh, I think this is such an important lesson that uh, sometimes we we pine, we yearn to be that good cop, that good parent. We yearn to be the person, the Aaron HaKohen model, but we have to recognize without a Moshe Rabbeinu, Aaron uh, is not able to really function and do his uh, and do his magic, and I think that ultimately there's a spiritual lesson here as well. That uh, we just came off of Purim, we said we're celebrating and singing and drinking and and all these wonderful things, uh, but all of those things uh, sort of come on top of the framework of Judaism, the halachic system that creates a structure in our lives. So on Shabbat, for example, we have Zachor, Kiddush, uh, Oneg. Kavod Shabbat, we have meals, we have uh, Shalosh Sudod, we have bread, we have wine, but that all comes on top of the Shamor aspect of Shabbat, which are all the, all the, all the restrictions, all the, the 39 melachot that one is not allowed to do. Zachor and Shamor, Moshe and Haron, all these things come together, but without a Moshe, you do not have an Haron. Wishing you all Shabbat Shalom.